Welcome to Brie Outside, yoga, running, and fitness. I'm your host, Coach Brianna, and today's episode, we're talking about five yoga poses for busy runners. So this episode is actually based off a blog post, and if you go to the blog, link is in the episode description, um, there's actually some pictures of me demonstrating these poses. One quick disclaimer, always consult with your doctor or a medical professional before beginning a new exercise routine or fitness program. There are risks of injury or death when participating in an exercise program. That's for the people in the back because I'm sure most of you already know that. So five yoga poses for busy runners. Regardless of pace, one thing novice and casual runners tend to have in common is skipping their stretching, strength training, or both. Regular stretching and strength training play a role in injury prevention. Adding one or two running specific, keywords running specific, strength workouts to your weekly training can help you stay a healthier runner. Yoga is probably not the first thing that came to your mind when thinking about strength training, but it isn't all about flexibility. Regular yoga practice can help you build strength in some muscles essential for running and better mobility. Try adding these five moves to your pre- and post-run routine to get started. There's just five. So downward dog. Downward dog stretches the spinal muscles, hamstrings, calves, and Achilles tendons while strengthening the upper body. To do downward dog, you start on your hands and knees, tuck the toes, and send the hips back, reaching the heels toward the ground. Spread all 10 fingers and press out. Keep your ears in line with your arms and relax the neck. I also wanted to point out, down dog might be especially hard for runners um, because we tend to skip upper body strength training especially. So you might find this pose difficult to hold for a few breaths at first, but the more you practice it, the more consistently you practice it, the easier it will get. And I mean, if you practice two to three times a week holding it for several rounds of breath, um, it'll probably start to feel a lot easier within a couple weeks. You don't even have to wait that long. Pose number two, low lunge. Low lunge builds strength in the legs while stretching the hip flexors and the back leg. From downward dog, bring one foot between your hands. Rest the back knee on the ground and untuck your toes. Check the alignment of the front knee and make sure the knee is in line with the ankle but isn't going past the toes. Keep your shoulders down. And you can use a pillow, blanket, or towel to cushion the knee. I'd also like to point out Um, low lunge, you can do it with the knee up or down. In this case, we're focusing on it with the knee down. And this is really, really good if you have tight hips. So if you get a lot of hip pain from it being too tight, or maybe you sit a lot, don't skip this one, okay? The next pose, corkscrew. So corkscrew pose is similar to low lunge, but it adds a slight twist and a quadricep stretch. So from low lunge, you're going to lift the back foot and rotate the torso towards the front leg as the opposite hand grabs the back foot. So opposite hand to opposite foot. 
gently turn the head to look over the shoulder of the hand grabbing the foot. And in this pose, keep in mind that your weight needs to be rested on the top of the thigh, not the knee. Keep your shoulders down. They don't need to be your earrings. And again, you can also place a towel, a blanket, or a pillow under the knee here if you're feeling any pressure, too much pressure on that knee. That'll definitely help, especially if you're on tile or wood floor. Um, if you're not on carpet, it'll, it'll definitely help. So reclined pigeon pose. So pigeon pose stretches out the outer hip and the IT band. But to avoid straining the knee, you can try this pose on your back. Um, sometimes this pose is called figure four pose. So you get on your back and bring one ankle over the opposite knee. Keep your feet flexed. Relax the neck and shoulders. You can grab the thigh behind the knee of the shin that's parallel to the ground to help guide the leg backwards. Or you can rest your hands on the ground. The next one is goddess pose. Ooh. Goddess pose strengthens the inner thighs and it improves balance and can strengthen the core muscles. So you take a wide stance and turn your toes out at a 45 degree angle. Slowly lower the tailbone down, bending at the knees. Press the knees outward to avoid letting them turn inwards. So really think about rotating outwards. Keep your knees in line with the ankles and the toes. Press the belly inward and keep the torso long and tall. You can hold the arms at 90 degree angles and press the elbows back to add a slight chest opener. So that was just five poses that might be beneficial to your running journey. What are your favorite yoga poses? Which ones do you find the most helpful? Please let me know. Um, I also wanted to point out that the references for this blog post and this podcast episode, um, it was the book Yoga for Runners by Felstead, copyright 2014, Human Kinetics, and then Sage Roundtree's The Runner's Guide to Yoga from 2012, Velo Press. So those are two absolutely great books to read if you're interested in finding out more about how yoga and running can kind of come together to help you be a better runner. Please listen to Brie Outside Yoga, Running, and Fitness again next week.